got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Hit it. Welcome to episode 24 of the I've Heard It Both Ways podcast. We've done 24 episodes. You should be able to keep it together when I say hit it by now. Okay, well, you went to go say hit it, and you, like, went up very close to your microphone, which was like you trying to kiss the camera, and then whispered hit it. Um, but this is episode 24. Shout out to the 24 Club, which you are not a member um, but shout out to our other listeners who are members of the 24 Club. Um, and speaking of clubs, you seem to be enjoying this holiday on April 20th. Hello. You've got your little... Um, I'm channeling uh, my inner Elon Musk. Exactly. <laughs> might fuck uh, around and invade Mars later. I don't know. <laughs> feeling cute. Might invade Mars later. Yeah. Um, so... What did you want to talk about today? We have a lot to cover. Um, we do. Um, do we have anything that we like need to talk about at the top? Let me look at the. Not it's really. not. It's not on there. But talk I can... about how you're an insane person. We jumping right into that. Well, we we'll get to that as we do every episode. No, I have one thing I wanted to put on there, but I forgot. Um, my mom called me on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she, like, I answered the phone, and she was like, is everything okay? I'm like, uh, yeah, why? And she was like, oh, I was just checking. Um, and I'm like, what's the matter? Like, why wouldn't anything be okay? And she was like, well, did you put out a podcast this week? And I'm like, uh, what? And she was like, well, I know you said you usually put it out Sunday, sometimes Monday. It's Tuesday, and, like, either I'm having trouble downloading it or you didn't put one out, and I just want to know so I can stop trying to find the episode. And I was like, oh, no, well, like, PJ and I couldn't get together because we had scheduling stuff, whatever, so we didn't record, uh, but we will next week. And I was like, what's the deal? And she was like, oh, well, it, like, I haven't talked to you in a week, and – it feels weird. Like I've been listening to all of your episodes and everything. And I feel like I talked to you yesterday because I was listening to one of your old episodes and realized like I haven't actually talked to you in a week. I just felt like I have been keeping up on your life through the podcast. Yeah, that's actually a weird thing because I'll think of that too when I'm like editing stuff and I'll be like, wait, did I just talk like when the fuck did I talk to Ray? That's okay. So that's my favorite part about the podcast is we have usually like an hour lead up to when we record, whether we're in the room together or on Skype. And it's just like a in-depth recap of what happened that has nothing to do with the pod. But yeah. it's definitely like a lot like we talk during the week just by text, but like you only can get so deep, especially cause like we're both insane people. So you don't get like a feel for any, cause we get on like a tangent and I'll rant about something for like an hour straight. And then now we get to catch up and it's a very wholesome uh, hour lead up to the podcast. Exactly. Which we didn't get to have this time. We only got yeah. to, so to, to recap for like we're 15 on a minutes. a little bit of a time crunch today. Well, Christmas it's, Easter, it's Easter weekend and yeah. well, Easter okay, tomorrow so, and Ray's having a 420 party today, I think. Yeah. Is, that, is that what you're Chris, doing? Kristen's family, our nieces and nephews are all coming over for a gigantic 420 party. You know, that's that's just how we do it over here. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Uh, no, so yesterday was Good Friday. Today is Passover and tomorrow is Easter. Is Passover a Catholic thing or is it a Jewish thing? That's that's for the Jewish Okay, so uh, like we're I should just know not I'm, leaving out a lot of people. I I found out from from my mom's uh, ancestry that I'm I'm part Jewish. When she sold her DNA to Google's the Google founder's wife. Correct. Yeah, I'm not I'm not signing yeah. up for that, but she she did. So there's that. They're actually That's... not going to be the sponsor of the podcast. 
because <laughs> we'll trash them. I was going to do a fake ad read um, for, like, a 23andMe, but, like, just something else, um, and then just make it, like, one of their ad reads, and then, like, the fine print at the end of the read is just, like, we'll sell all of your information and create clones of you and, like, all just an insane person ranting. Yes. Well, I mean, that's, I, that's what they're doing with it, so it's fine. And they're not, like, shy about it either. That's what I don't get. And people still are, like, posting their results on this. And I'm like, have you not been, like, even, like, the mainstream media is, like, saying, like, hey, you know, just so you know, they might be, like, saving all of your DNA for whatever reason and then eventually sell it if they want to. Um, so it's not just, like, a going on, like, a deep Reddit dive and, like, finding other insane people ranting about stuff. Like, it's kind of public knowledge here. Yep, it's fake news. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's <laughs> see. That. Yeah, okay. So shout out to my mom, who is a loyal listener now that she figured out how to work the podcast app. Um, but speaking of loyal listeners, we talked about B-Man and Mrs. B-Man possibly coming on to be the first couple of the IHIBW podcast who isn't married to me or you. Yeah. Um, and our friend Steve Halla was very offended that he and his fiance will not get the opportunity to be the first couple. So we might just have to have a battle of the B-Man Hallas and find out um, who's going to be a real first couple. Yeah, I'm going to need dick pics from both of you. We'll start <laughs> there. Email those in immediately, and uh, we'll go from there. Oh, also, Exotica stuff coming out next week, maybe. or it, It's not coming out today. How about that? Because producer Pete was uh, in Vegas for work and then flew from Vegas to the bachelor party, which you were on, which we will talk about. Um, Allegedly. Yeah, so they say. Uh, so he didn't have time to, like, look at the Exotica audio. And if we put it out now, it will blow out your eardrums just because there was so much noise around it. So uh, I mean, if you want us to, just email us and we will. Yeah, I'll send you one I'll of the it. interviews if you want. I don't give a want. fuck. <laughs> if you want to blow it. My, my ears are fucked, which is, like a big issue in our household right now because I have to listen to like TV much higher than we should. And Kristen's always like, why is it so loud? And I'm like, uh, I'm deaf. well, I'm like, I was actually <laughs> thinking about turning it up a little louder cause I can't hear them right now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my eardrums are fucked. So I don't care, but I understand that a lot of you guys listen on headphones and probably don't want to burst your eardrums. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Do you want to just get into your Florida stuff first before we get into the other stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, we do you want to just jump right into... I don't think I have my, anything else. My, Let me think. Um, okay, Steve Halla was pissed about that. My mom thought that I died because we didn't release podcast. And then, um, oh, Troy was pissed that we didn't put out the Exotica stuff. Um, he wants us to release the Exotica tapes. Um, so... <laughs> So we will be soon. It's on the agenda. But if you want a teaser, email us and we'll send you one of them. It's Maybe like the Evan Mueller Stone. Report. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about it. We're not gonna well, no, we'll it. Just, yeah, we'll we'll just release one of like the eight interviews and be like, yeah. all right, this is all you guys. Everything get. else has been redacted. Yeah. Um so okay, let's jump into so you were on a bachelor party for your future brother-in-law. Uh, shout out Min, the the fiance of Min, who got third in her NCAA bracket because she took my bracket. Um, also, a member of the 24 Club, um, and you went on Mike's bachelor party with producer Pete. Yes. I'm looking for the text messages I sent you about Donald, the racist Uber driver. Well, that so was, you, you that texted was the beginning again. of my hunt for the Florida man. <laughs> you texted me on Wednesday, and it was like Wednesday afternoon or something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm packing for Mike's bachelor party, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why the fuck are you packing so early? And you're like, oh, we're leaving on Thursday. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, and then I was texting you on Sunday about recording, and you're like, uh, I'm not coming home till Monday. <laughs> So it's the yeah. start of your your almost week long hunt for the Florida man. Yeah, which you may have found like on Friday. I mean, it might. I mean, Donald the 
Donald the Uber driver was possibly like the quintessential, I would say, 60-year-old Florida man. I get in his car, and none other than Fox Radio is blasting. <laughs> I get in, and I'm assaulted by Hannity right away. And then uh, we... <laughs> We pull. We start pulling out of the airport, and then he stops and turns around and looks at me. And goes, I have uh, one rule about going to the island. I was like, Oh God, what? Am I gonna have to suck your dick or something? <laughs> and he's like, He's like, There's a six dollar toll on the bridge, and I don't have uh, any uh, cash. So I was like, Here's six dollars. Well, if you didn't have any cash, would he just like ask you to get out? Yeah, I think so. I think if I didn't offer him $6, he would have made me get out and cancel the ride. So rule of thumb, I learned from my uncle, whenever anybody asks you for cash in like a manner like that where like you don't know them, first answer, it doesn't matter if you're sitting on like a wad of cash is, oh man, I don't have any cash on you. And like it's kind of sketchy when they see you like paying for something in cash, getting change, and then they ask you for money and you're like, oh, sorry man, no change. Um, and then you just have to see what they do. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. I, I have some cash, so I'll just pay you when we get to the toll. So, ha, I was <laughs> on to your games, Donald, right from the start. And then, uh, so we're driving, we're driving along, and the first, the first bit of conversation, as he turns up the radio, he, uh, he goes, do you like uh, conservative radio? And obviously my answer was, fuck yeah, I do, Donald. And so, so right away I was in. I was in right away. You should have just and been then, like, "What do you mean, like adult contemporary or what?" <laughs> so, so then, right away, follow up question: What do you think about President Trump? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So, um, so I was like, yeah, you know, Donald, uh, I don't really know. Um, I just read the news articles, and that, that's about all I get. It's I watch uh, I watch some Fox News, <laughs> slid that one in there on him. So, <laughs> so then I mean, we it was just, and then he's like, so you know, standard conversation. Where it's like, where are you coming from? I was like, oh, I'm coming from Chicago, and that's that's when things took a left hand turn. Oh boy. Uh, he's like, oh, uh, it's like there's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of variety in Chicago. It's like, oh, uh, whatever do you mean, Donald? <laughs> and then he started describing to me the difference between black people and a word that rhymes with bigger. <laughs> and <laughs> I was I'm like, laughing. I'm laughing at your description of the word. And and then he t he. Go, goes into that for about five minutes. I'm not going to quote him. And then he goes, I just want you to know I'm not racist. My wife's gynecologist is black. All right. Oh Thumbs up, Donald. Lord. That is like, so I've always heard the I'm not racist like my friend is black or I'm not racist like I work with blah, blah, blah. Um I don't think I've ever heard that. And he didn't say, like, oh, my wife's doctor or, like, so-and-so. No, so -and -so. no definitely like, not. He made sure to specify that it was a gynecologist. Yes. So that is just insane. And yes. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Welcome to Florida. So... so Hold on, before you get too far, do you remember in Vegas when we were going to dinner and we took the limo and that, like, Russian guy was our limo driver? <laughs> and, and so and DOS he, was riding shotgun and they were having well, the weirdest conversation ever? He was terrified. The driver was terrifying everyone while we were, like, all waiting for the group to get there. And he was like, okay, well, one of you guys is going to have to ride up front because I don't have enough room. And, like, none of my other friends wanted to ride up front. And I was like well okay fine like we'll just throw dos up there because dos can handle himself like this guy is insane both in terms of like i feel like he's gonna pull a gun on us and i feel like he's gonna talk our ear off about stuff that we don't want to hear and dos can handle himself so we'll put him up front well after like the 10 minute ride the driver was like just afraid of dos like he was like hey man i thought i was insane but you are on a whole different planet <laughs> 
yeah, I have I have it written down in my phone somewhere. Oh, of like you're from like the story of DOS in the uh, limo. <laughs> yeah, there was like. It, well, okay, just to, like, a description of the, the limo driver, he looked like ev- he had a shaved head and was, like, a pretty muscular, like, 6'2 dude, but he looked like every Russian bad guy in any movie. Like, he could have been an extra in Taken and told me that, and I would have believed him instantly. Yeah. Don't, don't need to check your IMDb page. Um, but also, while you're still looking, I was at opening day a couple now a couple weeks ago, um, and Anthony Rizzo's walk up song, I think for like his second at bat or something, is "Kickstart My Heart." So also shout out DOS to that one. Wonder how much he had to pay Dante the Don to play "Kickstart My Heart" at Wrigley Field. So, I, I just have like little snippets from what I could hear from the front seat. But the first thing was DOS asking the Russian guy if he liked Trump, and the Russian guy was like, fuck yeah, bro, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then I think they were talking about um, Obama, and he's like, hey, bro, is he Muslim? And DOS <laughs> goes, fuck yeah, I think he is. Jesus Christ. And then they were talking about something else, and the Russian guy's like, those liberal pussies, bro, fuck them. And that was all, that was all I could hear. But the, I mean, you like Trump? Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. Dos insisted that the guy give him his number so Dos can call him in case we ever needed a ride somewhere while we were in Vegas. This is Friday night. In case we ever needed a ride for the next twenty four hours in Vegas. Yes, correct. And the and guy was we like, never called uh, him again. Well, yeah, I told you. I'm like, we're not calling that guy again. <laughs> uh, Uh, That guy was crazy. But he, like, literally forced him. And he was like, no, 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 give me your number. And the guy was like, no, just, like, call the limo service or whatever, and, like, they'll come, they'll send someone. And he's like, no, I want you again. And the guy was like, "Uh, I definitely don't want to give you my number now. Okay, so Donald, the racist Uber driver, dropped you off at your Airbnb, which I saw from pictures looked pretty swanky. Yeah, it was, uh, it was classy, but I was just going to say, the last uh, the last thing that Donald, the racist Uber driver, left me with was... Sorry, he's not racist. His wife's gynecologist oh, is black. Racist um, in quotes. Except for, he left me with some knowledge of the strip clubs of Fort Myers, and he said the three best ones were Scarlet, Lookers, and Babes, but then he said he didn't like Babes because everyone there was black. But he's not racist. But he's not racist. Yeah. Donald, I think I think we're finding out that he might be racist. Yeah, I I think I think so. But and then you did text me back, cabbies are the forefront experts on strip clubs. That's if a you- fact. So the first time we ever went to Vegas, um, we were like 21 and we took a cab from the airport and this guy talked about strip clubs for 20 minutes. Like we were in traffic and stuff and we made him go down the strip, which is like longer, but we had never been there before. So we wanted to, you know, be a tourist. And, um, he talked about strip clubs for 20 minutes and gave us a card for every single strip club. Like there were like 20 cards he gave us, not like the hooker cards they give you like on the street. Um, but like <laughs> they were like, Oh, come to this club and like, just give them this. They'll give you free entry. And he gets like a kickback of whatever. Um, but that was when I learned that like, if you ever wanted to know about like a town strip club, like ask the cabbies, but they don't know, so they're just going to tell you whichever one's, like, if they give you a card, they get a kickback on it. Like, if they don't give you a card, it's probably a good answer, but their descriptions of them are insane. Like, they, because I, I think everybody asks them about it, and so they, like, come up with more and more details, or they're, like, regulars there, and they're like, oh, if you guys are going later tonight, let me know, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll buy you a dance. <laughs> yeah, uh, no thanks. Uh, that's going to be a no for me. Yeah. Um, wait, what were the names again? Cause I remember you texting me the names and I was like, what I, I thought, I thought it was the name of one club. Cause you, uh, you rarely use punctuation. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, when I was, t- I was listening to him and texting you. And so I was just going as fast as I could to it try was like to get live everything. texting. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was live texting Donald, the racist Uber driver. Um, no, I put a, fuck you. I put a comma. I said, Scarlet's lookers and babes 
Wait, and what I, did I? I said something about lookers because I was like, "What?" Is, uh, what yeah, you said what that? the fuck? Do, oh, you said what does lookers and babes mean? <laughs> oh yeah, because you didn't so tell you, me there were strip clubs. You just said the name. <laughs> no, I said he's telling me about the strip clubs in Fort Myers right now. Oh. Scarlets, lookers, and babes. Well, babes was, was too dark for him. I that was, was literally bad, the three text messages. I was also in a bad place when you were texting me because I was at the Taco Bell drive-thru at 11 o'clock at night, and it was taking, like, 35 minutes. How so, many, were, were you the only car in line? No. Um, do you want me to go into this? Because it's yeah, well, kind, yeah, of, why not? kind of a long story. Sidebar. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this Taco Bell, it's the one on Roosevelt in... I think it's technically Villa Park, not Lombard. Um, so don't ever go there, and here's why. They don't know how to operate a drive-thru. Like, instead of, like, you get to the window, normally you order, you, then you pull up and pay, get your food, whatever. But, like, as people are going, like, they keep taking orders. Like, it's just a cycle, you know what I mean? Like, one car orders, and you just keep taking orders yeah. and keep filling them and just right. go in an assembly line. Oh, you do it. So this place takes um, three orders at a time, and then they stop. Like, they won't take another order until they fulfill those three orders. So well, you literally, if once you're the third car, once you're the third car, no one can order behind you. And then, like, you keep seeing these cars pull up to the window and get their food and keep pulling away. And then once the third guy pulls away they take the next three orders. That just makes for a massive pile up. So I've been there a couple times before like this and thought that like, oh, maybe the crew is like fucked up or something. Like they didn't know what's going on. But I, I'm thinking now that this is just like the way they do it. Um, and it is just the worst way to operate a fast food drive through. Um, so have you contacted Taco Bell corporate yet? You know I did. <laughs> I I left a review to win like a chance at the five hundred dollar raffle on the back of your receipt or whatever. Um, and then I left a review, a separate one for Taco Bell Corporate. And I'm glad I typed it up on their website because there's only a twelve hundred character limit. And I was typing and like furiously clacking away at the keys, and then like it just stopped like taking any inputs of letters and so i had to like go back and like re-edit my story to make sure i hit like all the all high the, points all the points and you in your 1200 character limit yeah which isn't that many like i remember in college like people would say what is 1200 characters like 500 words or something um no maybe less than that um and you're just kind of like holy shit how am i gonna fill all this time well now i'm so fucking long-winded in everything i do that 1200 characters is like my first paragraph so i ended it with being like okay here is my email here is my phone number i can elaborate as much as you want on anything in this letter i have plenty more to say um and obviously got the automated response that like someone will be in touch with you which they were not just like mariano's they're all fucking liars um, so the Taco Bell in Villa Park on Roosevelt Road is now on my sworn enemies list just below Mariano's. The list just keeps oh. growing and growing. Also, yeah, well, well, long story long, it took 35 <laughs> minutes from, from when I when you texted me right when I pulled in. So I had a time, and then I check, checked it right when I left. 35 minutes, and I got home. I opened the bag really quick to, like, make sure everything was accounted for, and there were five items, and there were five in the bag. So, okay, everything's cool. Well, I get home, and instead of two chalupas, they gave two chalupas and a taco. They gave me two bean burritos and a chalupa. So that not only did they take fucking a day and a night to get my food, but they also gave me the wrong food. Nailed it. Yeah, so sorry. What were you going to say? You also what? 1,200 words, two no, and a half pages, single-spaced. No, 1,200 characters. Pages. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's probably like half a page, single-spaced. 1,200. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, whatever. I don't care. It's not, it's not important. 
If you want, I have it. If you well, want, fun, but, fun fact: twelve hundred words is two and a half pages single well, space. Now we know. Um, yeah, if anybody wants that letter, let me know because I saved it, so you guys can have it. Um, just like a few people who wanted the Mariano story, which I found out by the way, um, these people didn't want their stories told on like associated with them. Um, one of which. Uh, he was going, it was a he, was going through the beer cooler and the door Allegedly. closed on him at Mariano's and it cut open his leg. And so he like went to the manager's office and they were like, oh yeah, that sucked. Well, first off, he went into the manager's office and goes, hey, your door in the beer cooler tried to kill me. <laughs> um, and then... And then the manager's just like, yeah, that sucks. Here's a Band-Aid. And then, like, that was it. And then our other friend, um, he had an incident at Mariano's where it's actually kind of a deal. Um, but I can't go into too much detail aside from the fact that they threatened to sue him for assault. And he was like, okay, first off, as a <laughs> lawyer, that's not assault. And second off, what you did to me is assault, and I might be suing you guys. So That's, um, all, shout, that's all alleged. <laughs> yeah, shout out Mariano's. We'll see you in hell if we don't see you in court beforehand. Wow. So, yeah. That's... Okay. More, more Ray, Ray threatening Marianos. Donald, Good. the possibly racist Uber driver, driver, told you about strip clubs, and then did he take you to the Airbnb yet or not? Yeah, and that was that was the end, and I just told him to park on the street. So he didn't see where I was going. <laughs> that's a good, that's a veteran move. <laughs> Anytime, a, like, there's, like, a questionable cabbie or something, you're just kind of like, uh, yeah, no, 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 like, yeah, this is good. Right here is good. Especially when it's your house and you're like, okay, drop me up, like, a few blocks over and I will just walk. Yes, correct. Yeah, or just, like, at the end of your block, like, all right, here's good, thank you. Not to spoiler alert, but was that the last time you dealt with Donald, the possibly racist Uber driver? Yes, that is correct. Oh, that is a shame. He did give me his card. Of course he did. But I did not use it. Do uh, you have it? Can we just, like, post it to the Instagram? <laughs> no, I left, I left it in the Airbnb. Yeah, like, leave it in their junk drawer and be like, if you ever need a good cab. Yeah, no, there was, like, a little stack of business cards on there thing so i left it there <laughs> just in case you know Maybe um what have a fun ride what was the deal with your airbnb like it looked like a really nice fucking condo yeah so it was actually an airbnb that we rented from mike's grandpa for free oh nice so it wasn't an airbnb yeah. or, like it is but or what no is not, not no i think it's just their condo i don't okay. know if they I don't think they Airbnb it. Maybe they should, though, actually. I was going to say. Well, I think text, old I'll people, like, about that. if they don't need the money, Airbnb is not worth the headache. But if you um, if you need some side cash, you know, I mean, you need a side a, hustle. A condo on the beach in Florida, it, if you Airbnb it, that's just printing money. Yeah, but had it not been Mike's grandparents, like, you guys probably would have unintentionally trashed the place. Yeah, 100%. Yes. That's why Airbnb sucks. It's like nobody knows the owner. So they're like, fuck it. Like, as long as we don't break anything and like shit on the floor, like <laughs> you're not going to lose your security deposit or whatever. So no big deal. Yeah. I mean, we did we did drink two handles of Irish whiskey and a handle of tequila. Okay. In a weekend. <laughs> so that happened. Between 10 people. And that's only at the Airbnb, not when you guys went out. Uh, yes, correct. What was the makeup of the dudes going there? Because Mike is a few years younger than us, right? Uh, it pretty much, yeah. I mean, Mike is uh, definitely younger than us, and it like ran the, it ran like all the way up to like late thirties, I would say, from twenty-five to late thirties. So a good, a good mix. <coughs> yeah. There were some people who could even pass as adults, perhaps. Oh, yeah. um, 
that's the best part about like the the bigger bachelor party groups because you get like like mine we had my cousin Mikeo who and Hanky who were 22 or 23 and then like up on to 31. Oh my um, god, apparently that I did not know that. Oh yeah, like I think Mikeo I think I thought they were like 25. No, oh that's another thing is that like nobody knew so D, uh KOS is how old is KOS? Um He's 29. Uh, DOS is 26, and Mikeo is turning 24. I think this year, um, and everybody thought that DOS was like our age. I'm like, oh no, he's a good five years younger than us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, anytime you go on a bachelor party and there's like a big range, I feel like that's the best group because you get the young guys who are like, okay, here's what we should do. And we're like, no, 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 no. We've done that before. And it just does not work out well. Like it's Trust not me, worth son, I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah. And then the older guys, like put the younger guys in like a good direction and then like bail a little bit later, not you, but you know, like other older people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not not doing like the fucking the hanky and just, just staying out and gambling aggressively until six a.m. So at, no, Such okay, a so power play. It was all night. Hanky didn't go to sleep on Friday. He landed at nine in the morning on Friday, and then gambled till we got there. Was out of money when we landed at noon. Took out some more cash. Blah blah blah. We literally had to like take his wallet so he wouldn't like keep gambling all day. And we're like, dude, if you're on a cold streak, like just take a breather every once in a while. Um, so then Friday night, like we were all going to bed at like four in the morning and he was like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to go to downtown Vegas and check out like all the other casinos again. And then at eight in the morning, he like walked back into the casino as everybody else was waking up and hadn't slept all night and then continued on. Yeah. But that's something that like you can do when you're 23 years old. At 31, I can barely, like, if I get, like, five hours of sleep, I'm dead to the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I can do that. That that just, just listening to that made me tired. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's get back to Florida. Back to Florida. Uh, so then after after that, uh, I got there. That, that was on Thursday night. Uh, we just watched playoff hockey and drank beer. Um, I mean, the next, next best thing was probably going shark fishing on Saturday. Uh, that was pretty sweet. That was actually the first time I've been saltwater fishing, which was also sweet. Um, what part of Florida were you in? Uh, we were in Sanibel. Is Sanibel on the Gulf? Yeah. Okay. So like the, the seas weren't that rocky. No, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Okay. That's the only problem with, like, saltwater fishing, deep-sea fishing, is that, like, it depends, like, what ocean you're... Like, the Caribbean Ocean is fucking brutal. Um, I got seasick one time, uh, one of the few times I've thrown up. But, you know. what? So what, like... Tell me about this shark fishing. Describe it to me. Yes. I'll, I'll elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kristen, thank God. Like, we already kind of laughed about that before. But now every time I say it, it's like so much more tongue in cheek than it was before because <laughs> everybody knows about it now. Yeah, that's that's very good. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, I mean, so our 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 boat captain, um, he what was, was his name? Captain what? Oh, Captain Joel. Ugh. Uh, so <laughs> that's just a bad name. Like if you want to be a boat captain, go change your name because Captain Joel just does not do it. Captain Ron, maybe. Captain Ron is like if I if my name was Joel and I was a boat captain, I would change my name to Captain Ron. Well, anyways, uh, he was pretty much your standard issue uh, dude who grew up in South Florida and is a boat captain. Yeah, like long blonde hair, cranking Marlboro lights the whole time, and like a permanent tan. Yeah, permanent like, he's like got leather leather brown skin tan. The Hulk just, Hogan hot dog skin. Yeah. <laughs> just the best. And so then we went out and fished for bait, and we caught um, a couple little uh, black-nosed reef sharks. And <clears throat> then we hooked into a much bigger shark, and that one shook the hook before we got to the 
boat. And then on the other boat, I was told they had a seven-foot bull shark. And their captain, uh, I think it was Jimmy, was like, oh, that's just a little guy. It's like seven feet. And they were like, what the fuck? Wait, they caught a bull shark? No, they had it, they oh. had it on, and it was jumping. And it broke the hook, and it got off, but they saw it jump. Bull so, shark is my favorite shark, by the way. A lot is, of people. Why is a lot of why is that? Bull sharks eat everything. Like a lot of people think, great white shark is my favorite shark, but it's like my second favorite. The bull shark is my favorite shark because first off, they're like the super aggressive sharks, and they're the ones who like are the ones who take bites out of surfboards and like are the guys who take like tester bites but instead of like they're kind of like me like instead of just taking like a little nibble they take like a full on chunk of something to try it just go in just really yeah. go hard go in head first i think my favorite shark's a mako cuz they look like wacky or they they look like the most menacing sharks <laughs> yeah they they look they look super scary they're the fastest shark and if you haven't done this already, go on YouTube and watch Mako Fly Fishing Tournament San Diego. They jump when they're hooked like fucking crazy. It's like awesome. out of the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They launch out of the water. Well, I know it's, what I'll be looking up tonight. It's fucking sweet. So go on. Oh, that was it. Like bull oh. sharks are fucking serious business. Yeah. Tiger sharks are pretty cool, too. Yeah, tiger sharks, like, look great in the water. Bull sharks kind of have that look, but the tiger shark has, like, the better stripes. Tiger shark looks like a Ferrari. That's damn, damn <laughs> true. <laughs> the Ferrari tiger shark. <laughs> okay, so, Cap <laughs> so Captain Joel Florida. with his hot dog skin. Yeah, so after we went and caught some bait and we were fishing, uh, he, like, casts out the lines just turns around, cranks another smoke, and and then he goes, "You guys, you guys want some tunes?" We're like, "Yeah!" And he just starts blasting Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, of <laughs> this course. guy knows the score. <laughs> and then and then when we pull and then when we pull back in, he was he was like, "Yeah, yeah," I was he's like, "I was cranking the tunes." He was the other dude was like, "Yeah, we could hear you." And no he's like, yeah, it shit. used to be, he, it used to be louder. He's like, the other, uh, the other amp was, blo was blowing batteries, so I had to get a smaller one. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> so, um, and then on top of uh, the sharks, we caught some macro mid fish tacos that were really good. Um, and <laughs> did anybody say holy mackerel? I don't think so, actually. What a waste. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I think that I think that bachelor party was sponsored by Bud Light Lime. Shout out Bud Light Limes. Oh, speaking of sponsors, I'm looking at all of our Exotica swag, one of which um, yeah, didn't want to sponsor the podcast but just gave us some shirts instead. I should I should swing by, yeah. uh, pick that shirt up and wear it to Easter tomorrow. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> one. So it's a Brazzers shirt, and I gave Kristen hers, and she um, she was like, what's Brazzers? Oh, and I'm like, oh, just Google it. Google and it. <laughs> she, I was like, I uh, use private browsing, though. And she did, and she was like, oh, okay, so it's a porn website. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, wearing that shirt out is like the ultimate, like, put a flag out and see who knows what you're talking about. Because it's one of those, like... <laughs> Girls probably have no idea, most girls, and most guys know exactly what you're talking about, which I was thinking about it yesterday. I had a buddy who um, he used to talk. This is like 10 or 11 years ago, back before like streaming was big on computers and stuff. And I, you probably heard this. Um, it was one of those like what I was going to say, I hope I know what story you're going to tell. So it was one of those where guys at the time only knew what buffering was and girls had no idea. And the reason that guys knew about it is because when you would stream like a porn video, it would load for like 30 seconds and then buffer and load for 30 seconds and buffer. Um, and obviously there weren't a lot of girls watching adult entertainment on their computers, so they weren't streaming anything so they didn't know what buffering was and then once netflix started streaming everyone knew what buffering was 
Yes. But not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say the, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you were connected. <laughs> hey, hey, we're here. And then you would see the light go off upstairs. Oh, that's a good story that I should put into. Yeah, put um, that Put that yeah. in the put that in the dock for for that guest when he comes on. I'm opening it right now. So why don't you continue <laughs> us continue on the story? Uh, I mean, there was nothing nothing else really crazy that happened. Uh, I mean, it was I likened it. I I know we make some Seinfeld references. I likened it to Del Boca Vista Phase Two. Of course, someone hung a towel on like the railing. And I was walking in, and the guy was like, are you going up to that uh, that place there? I was like, yeah. He's like, you guys need to take those towels down uh, immediately. Oh, uh, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, checks in the mail, buddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and then fun, fun fact, I went to a bar called The Mucky Duck two weekends <laughs> in a row in two different states. I went to one in Greenwood, Indiana, and I went to one on Captiva Island in Florida. Saturday and Saturday. Boom! I have a selfie of me in front of the um, the mucky duck in Florida with a really fucking rocking sunglasses. <laughs> so so we can put that one on the Instagram. Yeah, and then the, uh, the only other fun thing to mention was probably on Sunday uh, when I, you were texting me, except for you weren't complaining that it was snowing out like everyone else who was texting me. Well... Okay, just to sidebar this real quick. Um, so, like, 90% of the people I follow on Instagram or follow me, whatever, and, like, they also, like, they're 90%. Like, they all live in the Chicagoland area. Like, if you're from here, everybody knows it's fucking snowing out. So, like, why do you have to post it? I don't. I just I don't understand that. And then that whole like Game of Thrones was that night too. And so everyone was like, um, oh my god, like Game of Thrones tonight, blah blah blah, I can't wait. And like, no shit. Like either you're into Game of Thrones and you're watching it or you have no interest and you're not watching it. Like there's no in between. Um, Game of Thrones paid to have it snow. Winter is coming. Yeah, you sent me that and I was like, Oh, you know how you're that like, means Yeah, my mom sent me that. My mom sent me that five hours ago, so that's how you know that meme has already jumped the shark. Like, my I'm mom on, who was on I'm on beach time. Yeah, she's on no social media and had that meme sent to her. So um that's how you know that that meme is already played out. Yes. Um but quick side note to me saying that you either are into Game of Thrones or you're not. Kristen's friend went to a Game of Thrones watch party, which by the way is like the worst thing on earth. Like I couldn't imagine having to go to that. Um but she doesn't watch Game of Thrones and that was her first episode and she was like, "Why am I here?" And I was telling Kristen I'm like, "Yeah, why is she? Why didn't she just go home or not go?" Like Wait, if, who's that guy? What what's happening? Yes, yeah, are one those, of those why like, do they have dragons? I think the only the only type of party where you can go and have no interest in like the actual event is a Super Bowl party because there's so much more going on at a good Super Bowl party that like you don't have to like football to want to go to a Super Bowl party. But like you wouldn't come over to watch like a playoff game of a sports team if like you didn't like the sports team, right? Like you just be like, oh whatever, like I'll catch you later. Uh, I feel like a WrestleMania party you could get into as well. Um, you, you don't really have to be in because there's like side betting going on and there, it's you, you could have a good time. I guess a good WrestleMania party watch party is like a good Super Bowl party because it is the Super Bowl of the WWE. Uh, I was texting you yesterday because Barstool had one of their rough and rowdies last night, which I always watch if, if I'm available because they're hilarious. Um, and it's like amateur boxing of these like hillbillies in like West Virginia or some other yes. towns. And it's fucking awesome. And yeah, I forgot. I go sorry i forgot i forgot to invite you over for it oh. but um i was talking to kristen beforehand i'm like hey what are we doing tonight Do you want to watch the rough and rowdy and she's like uh i'm going out to dinner with my friends so <laughs> no. no and i was like oh awesome well then i'll watch it by myself and she came home like halfway through and it she 
so she does Krav Maga, so, like, she knows how to fight and, like, knows proper form and stuff, and these people do not know how to fight. Um, and, like, she enjoys it because she's like, look at these people like they're idiots. And then they have the ring girl competition, and it's, like, all trash bags as the ring girls, and she loves that one as well. We like to watch all of the girls fall in their stripper heels, like, roll their ankles and stuff, and fall in the ring. That's always gold. But, so... yeah. They obviously recruit all those people from West Virginia trailer parks, and it's amazing. Um, they don't have to go. Every house in West Virginia is a trailer park. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say that wasn't true. I, there's an abundance. that That's just where they're getting them. There was a girl fight, and it was like an 18-year-old girl who was like a state champion wrestler and looked like a great boxer, and she was fighting a 36-year-old woman who looked like she was 60. She was a former meth addict, had no teeth, and walloped this girl. Like, did beat she, the shit did she have out of to wear a mouth guard? Uh, yeah, they did, and I was telling Kristen, <laughs> I was like, so this lady with no teeth fought, and she they made her wear a mouth guard, so we should ask Dr. Andrew Cup of Savannah, Georgia, what's the deal with that, yeah. um, and we can also ask Dr. Drew, who's a doctor in another town, um, but we, I was telling her about that, blah, 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 and I was looking on Reddit after, well, apparently, that woman got released from jail the day before, uh, she got released from jail on Thursday and fought on Friday, um, and and she, they interviewed her after, and she was like, oh, yeah, this is my second Rough and Rowdy fight, 2-0, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, you don't have a lot of experience. Where did you learn to fight? And she was like, well, this is my second Rough and Rowdy, but I've gotten in, like, 40 street fights. And they're like, oh, what's your record? And she was like, haven't lost one yet. That's everyone's street fighting record. Well, yeah, no one's Just ever going to be like, yeah, I'm 0-10 in street, fight, street right? fights. Next Rough and Rowdy, though, you're coming over. Shout out Kimbo Slice. That's where he got his start. R.I.P. Exactly. Oh, and then he went on to work for a porn website as security. <laughs> That's right. Just going full circle with Exotica. And then yeah, now he's dead. Yeah, and they, yeah they, would, they would also just, uh, like, for side videos, pay people, like, 100 bucks to get laid out by him. Which, oh, so that's another good thing the Rough and Rowdy does. Like, the, it used to be you win $500 if you win your, like, weight division. So you have to win, like, two or three fights over three days or whatever. Um, now, if you fight and you win, you instantly win $500. So they get the hillest of billies out for all of these fights. <laughs> it's unreal. So is this, um, I, I watched the first one. Is Bill Burr still like involved? Um, so he's in. On that? Bill Burr is involved when he can, um, but he I think he's touring right now or something. Um, but yeah, if he's available, he loves the rough and rowdy because he likes boxing, and then he also likes like this is like a huge comedy platform to yeah. like just show how funny you are. Yeah. Um, so no, he wasn't there this time. It was Big Cat Prez and our pal Bob Fox, aka Robbie Fox, Octagon Bob. Octagon um, Bob. And Prez got food poisoning, like, earlier in the day and, like, looked white as a ghost and blah, blah, blah. He, he kept asking. He's like, do I look ghostly right now? And they're like, no, you look tan. <laughs> no, um, good, Dave. He ended up getting sick and had to leave halfway through, which his commentary is usually pretty good. So I was kind of upset that he lost. But Octagon Bob, shout out to him and his podcast, My Mom's Basement, because he <laughs> took over and ran with it. Oh, he is just I'm sure a it was fucking awesome. funny guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to those guys for picking up the slack. Um, but, uh, where do we leave off? You were at the mucky duck, I think. Uh, yeah, no. So that was just like, um, yeah, back ba and back to Florida uh, <laughs> where we left off at the mucky duck. Yeah. Uh, no. So I was just saying how I went to the same bar or the same named bar in two different States. So you just, you're one of those, uh, tourists who like to only go to chain restaurants. But I don't even think it was a chain. I think it was just a coincidence that, that you know, I don't know. Maybe it is. But I should look it up. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a selfie in front of the, their, their Captiva Island location. So we'll put, <laughs> we'll put that on the, on the Instagram. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. And then we were talking, we got sidetracked with the, the snow. Oh, God. <clears throat> so I was, I was just going to say... Um, a bunch of people were texting me like, oh, my God, it's snowing here. 
and I was just sending them pictures of me drinking on the beach. I was like, ah, it seems I, I'm pretty do, I'm doing pretty good here. So yeah, have fun with the snow. Yeah, sorry about you. Um, I also the only like weather related um, Instagram posts that are like worthy is when your flight is getting delayed. And there were a couple people in my feed who were leaving O'Hare um, and were delayed like nine fucking hours. And as someone who's been delayed before, like I can totally relate. But it's so much nicer on the outside looking in than being involved in a delay. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, normally when I travel, I get delayed. I mean, I still got I got delayed going to Florida, but it was only like 30 minutes, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Why did you get delayed going to Florida? Um, there was some lady like having a breakdown on the plane and she like said she didn't want to fly, but they like could close the door or something. I don't fucking know. It was something strange. Very I, I, like final destination-ish. She, I think she just didn't like flying, and I, I, I don't know. The captain, I hate the captain had to talk her off the ledge. Seriously? Yeah. Um, I hate flying, but like understand the convenience of it. So like it is what it is. Um, but like, so Mike and Min's wedding is in Minneapolis, and I'm contemplating driving instead of flying because I don't feel like flying i know it's only like an hour flight so like no big deal but like the whole hassle of like getting to the airport and then um flying and then renting a car and like all that shit i'm driving when are you going uh probably wednesday okay so we won't carpool (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think wednesday after work yeah we're going well we will be arriving on friday we just don't know how we're arriving but there's that um okay so i'm sure i'm sure there's a bunch of other people from chicago going on you know what we can definitely discuss that somewhere else yeah i'll do the classic text man and be like hey uh, because i got a million of these texts like hey who's coming to your wedding and i'm like uh a lot of people yeah so yeah we don't need to figure out how you're gonna get to the wedding no but i had yeah, I just had a few people who, they were, like, fringe people, so I'm like, oh, no, like, you'll know so-and-so, like, we're going to put you at this table, like, don't worry about it. Because there were some people that, like, I gave guests to who I knew they weren't dating anybody, but I was just like, hey, if you want to bring an additional person just so, like, you don't have to, like, walk up alone and stuff, um, all that shit. So that's the only reasonable question. But shout-out to Min, who's going to be getting a text soon about who's, who do I know coming to the wedding. Yeah, there there you go. So there's yeah. that. Um, yeah. So that that was basically Florida. Um, that was my hunt for the Florida man. I probably found him in Donald the racist Uber driver. Right when you landed. Or you know, if not, definitely Captain Joel. So. So if the Florida man is employed, he's one thousand percent a cab driver, right? Uh, no, he probably he probably drives for Uber and Lyft. No, he, he can't get he can't pass the cab driver test of yeah passing. he can he can pass the uber background check though yeah nothing nothing too violent on his record yeah only a few only a few assaults nothing with battery <laughs> that dude with the insane person van who probably who's mailed bombs to cnn and shit was probably an uber driver of course <laughs> um you have one Oh, basically the only thing worth bringing up the rest of the time was spent drinking on the beach or in the pool. <laughs> yeah, so that was Florida. Okay, shout out to Mike's bachelor party there. Um, did I tell you about my meltdown? Okay, so obviously I don't go to Mariano's anymore and have been like in the market for another grocery store. Did I tell you about like the meltdown I had at Trader Joe's? Uh, <laughs> no. So... Okay, first off, Trader Joe's is fine, like nothing wrong with their store and the people there are like really nice, but the way the store is arranged and like Chris was like, oh, do you want to like look at the chip aisle? And I like glanced over and I was like, no. And she was like, what's wrong? I'm like, none of their bags look appealing. Like they're all just like generic logoed bags and stuff. So I have no interest in going over there. Um, But had like a mini meltdown and was like freaking out when we were waiting in the checkout line. Um, And then the guy was like super nice and like a really 
nice weird guy which is fine uh, but like definitely put me at ease and she was like oh god like is trader joe's on your shit list now i'm like no no no, they're fine i just can't ever come back here so like if you need anything from here like you're gonna have to get it yourself um yeah i don't i don't have any issues with trader joe's probably I'm haven't not, been there enough i'm not as crazy as you though um i was gonna say have you tried heinen's What's Hein? Is it a grocery store? Heinen's is a grocery store. It comes highly recommended from our uh, Coop's Mustard rep. I'll have to look it up. I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if there's one around me. Um, I went to Jewel, which Jewel is like the Walmart of grocery chains, like in terms of like the people in there. Like it is definitely a time machine and the same, I was telling Kristen, I'm like, I haven't been to Jewel in like five or six years and the same customers are still here. Well, yeah. They just haven't left. They haven't aged, haven't left. I like Jewel. You know what you're going to (laughs) get. Exactly. And that's kind of like Whole Foods too. Like I've been there a few times since. It's just like Whole Foods is just there. Like they have stuff, not not everything you want, but they just have stuff. So sometimes oh. like, I go there for stuff. Uh, circling back to Trader Joe's, I just remembered this. They have the best pretzel bread I've ever had. Really? Uh, Trader Joe's has, like, pre-made um, pizza dough. Shout out Forza Pizza, who would probably hate the fact that I buy pre-made pizza dough. Um, but they're, like, it's, like, kind of flatbread dough. Um, pretty Pretty decent. Yeah, so, you know, Trader Joe's is all right. Uh, Whole Foods also has these pretzel balls. They come in, like, a uh, plastic box or something. Um, No, never mind. They're not. Well, I put those on the pizza pizzazz. Oh, my God. As a man who likes soft pretzels, you need, like, these are the ultimate mustard-carrying devices. Wow. You know I'm into that. Yeah, so next time you're at Whole Foods, go in the bread aisle, and they have, like, these boxes of pretzel pretzel balls or whatever. Soft pretzel balls. They are unreal. I'm into that. Good. uh, Also, shout out Coop's Mustard. We haven't done that in a minute. Yeah, so I checked at all the stores, too. Except for Trader Joe's, I didn't have time to investigate their mustard aisle because I was like, ooh, dying. Oh, boy. Technical yeah. difficulties. We could probably cut the cough. Um, I was dying in the store, so I didn't have time to look. But Whole Foods and – or uh, Jewel, for sure, I didn't I didn't find it at Whole Foods, which is kind of concerning. And I was, like, looking at the back of the bottles to see if Coops manufactures their stuff. Um, so I couldn't find them, but Kristen also made me keep moving because I like to spend an hour looking at the mustard. Um, but Jewel has uh, – Coops, and they also have a sign that says we love local under it so uh, uh yeah wisconsin normally i will uh if i if i have nothing to do i'll reface their mustard aisle and put coops in front of everything else you literally you'll send a picture and there are like 40 coops, <laughs> coops bottles up front <laughs> gorilla marketing <laughs> Hey, it works. So the people, okay, a lot of our listeners have been trying Coops for a while, or like since we've been talking about it, and they are very pleased with the product because we will only push a product that we like, or they give us enough stuff and we'll tell you that we like it. So, yes. But Coops fits both of those categories. I've been getting free Coops for a long time, and um, I still buy it in the store too because I feel bad. I'm like, I can get it for free, but I also need it today. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just need. Sometimes you just need it, man. Got to get your fix. Um, oh, I meant to tell you, I went through a bottle of Arizona heat in less than a week, in six days, That's which is a lot. Yeah. Um, this is kind of dated material, but it's at the end of the episode, so we can talk about it. I went to opening day with uh, Father Kavanaugh and our lawyer friend Nick and then his wife. Um So it was opening day. So the freaks were out during the day and I can't like I couldn't count how many people I saw using their iPad to take pictures and then like later text people from their iPhone. Why do people think iPad photography is socially acceptable? It's not. It never has been. 
Cav was so pissed. He was like, look at that lady. She's using a second generation iPad. And then um, she's texting with her iPhone X. Like, you know, the mouth breather. <laughs> You know the phone has a way better camera than your iPad, right? Like people yeah. are fucking idiots. Oh my that I that drives me insane. Yeah. Um and then what drove me insane, there was a couple in front of us and it looked like just a lady on her own with an empty seat next to her for a while. And she was keeping score, um, like keeping score in baseball, like keeping track of the hits and the outs and like all that shit. Yes. Um and I was just kind of like watching her because she was like 50 and she did it like it had to be her first time because she kept referencing like the little box at the bottom that tells you um, where to like what to mark things like an out like a six three ground out and like whatever um, and she kept doing it wrong and it like. Keeping score in baseball, like, you can learn it very easily, and, like, it's pretty simple. All nine players have a number, and, like, you reference the numbers in terms of outs, and, like, flyouts are, like, F8 for a flyout center field, whatever. Um, she kept, like, getting it wrong, and she kept scoring. There were, like, a million fucking errors uh, against, like, the Cubs were reaching base on errors, and she kept scoring them as hits, and it was, like, frustrating me so much. Because <laughs> I'm like, if you're good, and she kept, like, anytime, so when you strike someone out swinging, it's a forward K, and when they're looking, it's a backwards K, and she scored everything as a K, um, which was very frustrating as well. But then her husband came, and he was fucking hammered he fell asleep <laughs> okay he was also 50 and fell asleep with his hands in his lap in like the third inning when he showed up and then she kept yelling at him for leaning forward because she couldn't see the plate and i was like well you can you can definitely see the plate from where you are and not to mention like you don't give a shit what's happening because you're getting everything wrong anyway so what's the fucking difference lady but, but like I'm who, having fun yeah who at 50 years old is like you know what i'm going to start doing i'm going to start keeping score in baseball now it's one of those things that like you do when you're younger cuz it kind of gives you like a feel to learn the game and stuff and then eventually like once you figure out how to do it it's very tedious to do so yeah. So why even bother? But um, oh, for casually watching the game and eating uh, an entire bag of peanuts. Do you finish an entire bag of peanuts when you buy them at a baseball game? Um, I mean, yeah, normally, but it's because whoever I'm with, I'm passing it around to everyone. Yeah, can anyone finish a bag of peanuts in nine innings at a baseball game? Because I've never been able to do it. Because you get sidetracked and like this, that, and the other, and there's just so many fucking peanuts. And like, it's definitely the value buy in a ballpark. That's for sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, because they're robbing you on beers. Yeah, of course. Well, speaking of that, um, I was the only one in our group who brought cash. Um, Nick was like, "Oh, can I borrow like ten bucks to get a beer? Like, I'll quick pay you." And I was like. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I can just get you a beer. It's no big deal. Um, he had zero cash. And, and then his wife was asking me, like, why do you have cash on you? I'm like, well, I always like to have, like, 50 or 100 bucks on me, like, minimum, if I know I'm going out in public. And they're like, why? Like, everybody takes credit card, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, not everybody. And they're like, well, who? Do they? Go buy a beer from that guy <laughs> selling beer. Well, I was like, first aisle there with the credit card. Yeah, I'm like, every guy here, everyone selling things here does not take cash. But the credit card machines went down at Wrigley Field for a little bit. So Liz went to go buy something. And, of course, all their credit card machines were down. So they were only taking cash. Um, But also, cash gets you out of a pinch, like, whenever you need to. Like, if you ever need to grease some wheels, 20 bucks these days goes way farther than it did, like, 10 years ago. Because nobody has cash anymore so people are like fuck it man like 20 bucks do whatever you want fuck it it's like, it's all yours <laughs> the old uh slide the 20 in the handshake is that a Adriani classic Not- Okay, so I'm pretty good at that. Like, you fold it up in a square, and, like, you go for the handshake. And, like, in places like Vegas where people get bribed 24-7, like, they know what's coming, so it's no big deal. Um, But you can't really do that 
in like Chicago or something like unless it's like a host at a very nice restaurant or something who's expecting to be greased. Um, <laughs> like if you're trying to get into a bar, you just have to be like, OK, fine. Like I'll give you 20 bucks if you let me in. And the guy's like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you just whip okay. it out. That's fine. Yeah. Sure. Like you have to like tell them in advance that I'm going to bribe you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely works because nobody fucking um, bribes anybody these days except for politicians. So that's a little different. Yeah, that that's uh, serious greasing of the wheels, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've made a concerted effort, actually, to try and do the exact same thing whenever I go actually go out and have at least, like, 50 or 100 bucks in cash. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I'll, I, I use cash, too, like, if you have to leave somewhere quick, like, at a bar or something. Like, if you're going to pay, cash is so much faster because if you have the right denomination or close enough, you can just drop it and walk out. Like, you don't have to worry about it, waiting for a credit card and all that yeah, shit. Exactly. Um, but the bribing goes a long way. So, life tip for everybody, bring a little cash because bribing people goes a long way. <laughs> Pro tips from Uncle Ray. Yeah, I think. I think that was all I had. Do you have anything? That's that's all, folks. Did you decide on the outro song? No, not yet. We have a couple. It'll, have yeah. A few in the running. Exactly. We don't have to spend an hour talking about it. So I think Wait, that's okay. it. Okay. Well, uh, check you later. Look, go Cubs, let's get it. 2016 World Series, we going for the win. And this when history begins. Hey, knock it at the park and bring the W in. Ain't, ain't no city like Chicago. Illinois, bring that noise, you know how it go. And I'm just keeping it real. Shout out to Wrigley Field. The Cubs be doing their thing, they gon' remember the name. Let's go. They get pissed off Chicago cause the real definition of baseball Real lose a draw We'll never fall Nah, hard work pays off Ain't nothing wrong with the loss Yeah, let the cuts easy When you started from the bottom Cause ain't no city like Chicago Illinois, bring the noise You know how I go And I'm just keeping it real Shout out to Wrigley Field Let's go Chicago, Chicago, Chicago.